0: Now, it's a Thursday, and a Thursday in an NFL week, reminds me of kind of the feeling you have in spring. Team getting ready to go, anything's possible. Whatever's happened in the past is in the past, <laughs> fresh start. That's beautiful. You feeling that man. at all? That's
1: sure. Eagles, Patriots, Sunday. Well, it also helps. Rise up and
0: save the season.
2: Let's start with the first part. It okay. also helps that they now haven't played since a week ago, Thursday. So you can really push that way back in the background and try to look ahead. Hey, would you say anything is possible? Yes, anything is possible. The Eagles have won, as we talked about on Tuesday, in major upset days. And if they were to win, this would be a terrific upset.
0: I will say this. Every time we've had the chance to see Tom Brady 4-0 against the Eagles in his career, in practice, you know, the week that the Eagles spent up there, the week that the Patriots spent down here, anytime you see Tom Brady, you're just re- reminded of just how remarkable he is, how efficient he is, how perfect he is as the quarterback, as the face of your franchise, as the absolute role model that every team would love to have. Uh, I, it's a man crush, no doubt, but oh, I'm sure that every one. man has a man crush on Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, well, listen, we came from uh, Chip Kelly's news conference earlier today in which somebody said to him, the Patriots seem to win when Deion Lewis gets hurt and Amon Dolan guys come and go. How do they do it? And Ch- Chip Kelly said, Tom Brady's not hurt, right?
0: And that's that's it. As
2: long as he is there and as long as Belichick is the coach, you can grab 47 guys off the street and they'll probably beat you.
0: And the Spadaro mantra, the NFL is about quarterbacks and coaching, and the Patriots have the best coach and the best quarterback, and they've certainly had the most success in the last 20 years in the NFL. Lots to get to today on Eagles 360. We've got some bold predictions from Mr. Glenn Mack. Now we've got the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese, in in just a bit. First things first, let's get you caught up with everything happening on this sunny Thursday in South Philadelphia.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Smith, and this is your 360 Update. Today was the final day of media availability for the week as the Eagles get set for Sunday afternoon's matchup with the New England Patriots. Today we heard from both head coach Chip Kelly and running back DeMarco Murray on what it is that makes Patriots quarterback Tom Brady so successful.
1: I mean, I think it really just speaks to – to how good a football player Tom is, you know, and, and that the fact that they've had a lot of moving pieces around him, um, you know, that, that for them it's that next man up mentality, which it really helps when he's the guy pulling the trigger because he really is an orchestra leader out there in terms of directing protections, changing routes, changing everything. You know, he's been in that offense since he's been in the league.
4: I mean, just his passion for the game, you know, he's very enthusiastic about the game, you know, whether it's a good play or bad play, you know, I think, you know, guys are, you know, once you step in that huddle, you got to, you know, bring up your level of intensity with him. And obviously he's the leader of that team. He's been, you know, for a while. So, I mean, that's something that you respect about him.
3: Meanwhile, Murray also spoke about the importance of the Eagles running the ball with success on first and second down as they look to stay out of third and long situations against New England.
4: See a positive yards, positive yards on you know first down, positive yards on second down, and you know you know third and short, third and thirty-four, you know to make it easier for us and easier for the play calling system. So I think it all has to do with just executing ball plays, you know, and you know that's that's what it comes down to.
3: And finally, a quick injury update here from the Novacare Complex. It appears as if quarterback Sam Bradford and tight end Zach Ertz should be good to go on Sunday, barring any setbacks. Meanwhile, the status of running back Ryan Matthews is a bit more up in the air as he continues to go through the league's concussion protocol.
1: I, they just tell me when they're cleared. So I don't, I don't know what grades. I don't even know if there are grades. I know sometimes with a shoulder, there's a grade one, grade two, grade three. I just know he's in the concussion concussion protocol, and when they clear him to play, then he's. He'll come back, but it's not any issue, especially in that, in, with that type of injury that, that will be a, a forced issue by any stretch of the imagination. You know, you want to make sure that the health and safety of the player is first and foremost, and when they say he's cleared to go, he's cleared to go. So.
3: And that will wrap things up for this edition of the 360 Update. Be sure to stay tuned to PhiladelphiaEagles.com for all of your latest Eagles news and follow us on Twitter at Eagles and at Eagles Insider.
0: Thanks so much, Alex. In a bit, we'll talk with the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Meryl Reese, who took out a piece of paper, Glenn and said, well, I'll let you hear what he says, but I'm not sure he thinks the Patriots are all that. On paper. Do they play the games on paper?
2: No, near as I know, they play the game on grass at Foxborough.
0: That's right. No, it's not on grass at Foxborough. It's on artificial turf. Oh, that's right. In Foxborough, oh, Massachusetts. Maybe, So we got to maybe. Shot, that helps maybe. Merrill's point. <laughs> when we return to Eagles 360, Chris McPherson goes behind enemy lines to take a look deep down at the 10-1 and New England Patriots. Injuries or not. This is a Super Bowl contending team.
5: i step to Philly. I-sept to Philly.
0: yo step to Philly.
5: The bus.
3: The trolley. The train. Route
5: 124. Route 23.
3: i step to Philly. The 17 to training.
5: Jenkintown.
3: To her house. His house. To Betsy's house. City Hall. FTC. Delco. Media. To work.
2: To school. To the mall. Abuelas. Broad Street. To the game. I to Philly. Anywhere.
5: Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish.
0: We have the freshest apples, the Christie's lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong.
2: Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it.
0: welcome you back to Eagles 360, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro along with Glenn Mack. Now time for us to step aside Chris McPherson behind enemy lines with Ben Volan of the Boston Globe. Hello, everyone. And once again, it's time to go behind enemy
6: lines here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com, presented by Gatorade. And my special guest this week is the phenomenal beat reporter from the Boston Globe, none other than Ben Volan. And you can follow him at Twitter at Ben Volen. Ben, first and foremost, you look at this Patriots offense led by Tom Brady, number one in the NFL in passing. How exactly is he doing it with so many injuries on that side of the football? Well, a lot of
7: his stats uh, were put up when the Patriots were healthy, when he did have Julian Edelman and Gronk and Deion Lewis and Danny Amendola. The last few weeks, it's been much more of a grind. Uh, They escaped with a one-point win against the Giants. Uh, Obviously, last week they lost to the Broncos in a game. Really, they still should have won. They really... Kind of collapsed there in the fourth quarter, uh, had some, uh, uh, some bad uh, penalties go against them. So um, Tom Brady, not right now the number one passing offense in the league. Over the course of the season, he has been, but still getting it done. Uh, you know, he, he did an incredible job of getting in, them into field goal range at the end of the game, uh, fired a, an absolute laser to Brandon LaFell. Um, you know, they're, they're getting guys like Brandon Bolden and James White involved in the run game. Um, so it hasn't been always pretty. It hasn't been like the beginning of the season where, you know, scoring 40 points was, was a given for them, and they were just blowing teams out. But uh, Tom Brady is still pretty decisive with the football, still a pretty good quarterback, uh, even when he's got not his best uh, targets out there.
6: All right, Ben, so Julian Edelman is definitely out for this game. It doesn't look like Rob Gronkowski will play. Some other players like Danny Amendola, their stats will be questionable. So who is an X-Factor on the offense? You mentioned some names there, like James White out of the backfield, Brandon Bolden. Uh, Scott Chandler tight end. Which of those guys do you think will be the X factor in this Eagles Patriots matchup?
7: You know, first I look at Scott Chandler. Uh, this is a guy who uh, is a free agent. They signed him in the offseason, uh, stole him from Buffalo, and everyone thought he'd be this great red zone presence. He's six foot seven. Tom Brady's just going to throw him jump balls, and he's going to score 10 touchdowns like Gronk. And he really hasn't uh, chipped in the way that we expected him to. Um he, he has not had a, too much of an impact on the stat sheet. He does have three touchdowns this year, but doesn't always fight for the football. But, but Tom Brady had a comment after the game. We're going to need him one way or the other now. Uh, he's going to have to step in and be a big part of this offense. Uh, they threw him the ball 11 times the other night. I believe he came down with it five times, uh, had about 50 or 60 yards. So he can make some plays. They're going to need him to step up even more. Uh, then the other guys I'm looking at are the two running backs, uh, Brandon Bolden and James White. I was watching the uh, Eagles game against the Lions on Thanksgiving, and I know Eagles fans probably want to erase that one from their memory, but I thought the uh, Lions running backs actually did a real nice job not only running the ball but catching the ball out of the backfield uh, against the Eagles linebackers. So I think the uh, Patriots might try to take advantage of that matchup as well, try to get James White uh, and Brandon Bolden matched up against those linebackers, D'Amico Ryans, Michael Kendricks, and see if they can win some one-on-one matchups. Uh, so you're right. No Edelman, no Gronk. We'll see about Danny Amendola. He, he did return to practice today, and he, he seems to think that he can play this Sunday. So they might get a little bit healthier, but they're really going to have to count on their backups this week.
6: Ben, let's look at the defensive side of the football. You know, I'm used to hearing about Richard Seymour or Vince Wilfork, but there are some really talented players on that side of the football, and I feel like that, that side of the football is a little bit underappreciated because of just how good Tom Brady has been this year.
7: I would definitely agree with that. When you talk about the Patriots, you always think of Brady and Edelman and Gronk. Uh, defense, it's kind of a no-name defense. Not too many big-star, you know, big-name players, but they're excellent. They're number three in the league in points allowed this year. Uh, again, when healthy, they've been a little dinged up lately. Jamie Collins has missed the last four games with uh, a mystery illness, and he's a terrific young linebacker. Covers the running back out of the backfield, so he'll be key and. and Uh, stopping DeMarco Murray if he does, in fact, play this week, which I believe he will. He also goes sideline to sideline, chases tacklers down. He's an excellent blitzer, a former safety, so he's good in coverage. Jamie Collins is a real dynamic player, and this defense really could use him back. His running mate, Dante Hightower, equally uh, impressive, a really good young linebacker. Uh, Both these guys, I think, need to uh, get more publicity for the Pro Bowl and the All-Pro teams. They've been excellent, really the heart and soul of this defense. We'll see if he plays this week. He injured his knee against the Broncos last week. But uh, their front seven's been excellent. Uh, Chandler Jones has ten and a half sacks this year. Alan Branch, filling in for Vince Wilfork, has been a tremendous run stopper. He's really quietly been the anchor of uh, the defensive line right in the middle there, kind of like your version of uh, Benny Logan, I guess. Um, Jabal Sheard a signing from, from Cleveland. He's been a great player. So they just have a lot of... Uh, versatile young pass rushers uh, a guy like Rob Ninkovich as well all these guys Hightower Collins Ninkovich Chandler Jones they can rush the passer they can drop off it gives Matt Patricia the defensive coordinator so many options in terms of his zone blitzes and the coverages that they call Uh, Malcolm Butler the cornerback the Super Bowl hero he's been a great fill-in for Darrell Rivas this year so top to bottom again they don't have these big names but uh, a lot of guys who are really having excellent seasons
6: It's amazing to see Butler not be a one-hit wonder, so to speak, and really thrive in that Patriots defense. Ben Volan from the Boston Globe. Again, you can follow him on Twitter, at Ben Volan. Thank you very much for joining us and taking us behind enemy lines, presented by Gatorade, here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com.
0: I I wonder, does it ever get boring, Do you think, covering the Patriots and marveling at the effectiveness of that team? All those wins. Do you think the fans are ever kind of (laughs) bored? Although in Boston, it's really the Red Sox first. The Bruins second, and then the Patriots? Yeah, who
2: maybe were behind the Celtics for a lot of years. It's a very weird city. I lived there for some years where football, at least when I lived there, of course this is before they won the Super Bowls, was never the thing. At the Red Sox, at the Patriots championship parade a few years ago, the lead chant was Yankees suck. Wow. That's what they care about up there.
0: When the Eagles win the Super Bowl, that will not be the lead chant. The lead chant will be (sighs) thankful. Thankfully, it happened. Am I still alive? I'm, I'm, I'm here to see it. <laughs> Beautiful. We all want it. We all want it, and we all want you to give us some great bold predictions in just a bit here.
2: I got some good ones. Three to start you off today. We'll be back with those right here on Eagles 360. Dunkin's New Sweet Black Pepper Bacon Sandwich with double the slices of caramelized crispy pepper bacon. It's the bacon experience you've been waiting for. Bacon Up. America runs on Dunkin'.
7: Tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me, please. How
3: do I even know
2: these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're
7: legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the
4: metro paying you
7: to do that? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand.
2: I've just
4: arrived in Atlanta.
2: And I can't wait to start telling people how switching to GEICO could save them hundreds of dollars on car insurance. But first, my luggage. Ah, there it is. Ah, excuse me, sir, I think you've got the wrong bag. <laughs>
3: Sorry, I all look alike, you know?
2: No worries. Well, car's here. I can't save people money chatting at a baggage claim all day.
0: GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
5: My Jennings Power Reclining Sofa or Power Reclining Console Love Seat only $6.99 each.
4: Recline with the touch of a button. Supreme support with Bobopedic Memory Foam seating.
5: Your choice,
2: only $6.99 each. Only at my Bob's Discount Furniture.
0: Enter for a chance to win four front row seats and limo transportation to the December 20th Eagles versus Arizona game. Courtesy of Bob's Discount Furniture. Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, Glenn Mack now here at Eagles 360. We come your way every Monday through Friday at 5 o'clock, and Glenn is rubbing his hands together. He oh, yeah. is ready to give us his bold predictions: the four and seven Eagles, and the ten and one Patriots. Go! Thanks.
2: Thanks for the setup there, yeah. Dave. This first one is bold. Yes. This is you got to go bold, bold, right? So here you go. The Eagles will average five yards a carry in the rushing game against the New England Patriots. How about that? Whoa, whoa, what? Dante Hightower is out. He's their best run stopper. Jamie Collins may or may not be back this week. Uh, The Broncos slashed the Patriots on the ground last week. LaShawn McCoy looked very good against them the week before. The Eagles will run the ball effectively. And wait, wait, there's more. Kenyon Barner will be part of the process. How about wow, that? Wow, I believe that. There you I go. Kenyon Barner's got a little juice. There you go. All right, number two. Gronk is out. Edelman is likely out. Or Edelman is out. Uh, Dion Lewis is out. Amendola is likely out. We'll find out how that plays out. So, because the Patriots have to find some unlikely hero every week, some guy you never heard of, you may have heard of him, but this week the guy who's going to haunt your nightmares is six foot seven tight end Scott Chandler. He's a tough matchup for the Eagles. Gronk is out, of course, and he is going to fill in, and Brady is going to find him, and he's going to be the guy after the game. You're going, how does Scott Chandler get all those fantasy football points against us? I hear I, I, I hear your head shaking. I don't see it, but yeah, I hear it.
0: I say this to that. The taller they all, the harder they fall.
2: Yeah, hopefully he's not falling into the end zone.
0: The taller they are, the harder they fall. Yeah, well, if, he, if Shop you, him right down. He, uh,
2: let me put you this way. I did pick him up for my fantasy football team this week. How dare you. Yeah, how dare me. All right, number three. You'll like this one. It's going to be a good day for Jordan Matthews. Slot receivers have 27 catches against the Patriots in their last five games. Let's give Matthews a minimum of six. Let's give him 100 yards for only the third time this year. And let's say that Jordan Matthews has a very effective day against the Patriots' defense.
0: Okay, that is your bold prediction, part one. That's three of his five bold predictions. The other two come your way on Sunday, our kickoff show. And that begins at uh, 2.25, I believe, or 2.30 on Sunday. We covered all the way through Eagles-Patriots. It's a 4.25 kickoff, no longer a nationally televised game. It is, in fact, a regional broadcast, Glenn.
2: As long as we get it.
0: Yep, we get it. We'll watch it. And the Eagles, I'm sticking with my prediction. 23, the new in-Patriots, 14. Okay, uh, back to uh, what's happening here I'm on, on Eagles days. 360 on the way. The voice of the Philadelphia Eagles. And you won't want to miss this. You can't miss it. Merrill Reese talking Eagles and the Patriots.
2: What if this year we went around the table and instead of saying what we're thankful for, we said who we're thankful for? Lincoln Financial helps provide financial security for those who are always there for you because this is what you do for people you love. Take charge of your now at LincolnFinancial.com. Lincoln Financial,
5: you're in charge. the country fans are watching football in a whole new way we join a league we pick a team and we compete like never before today watching football is more exciting than ever because today we fan duel start today and join the millions who've already played fan duel enter the promo code and we'll refund your entry fee if you don't win
0: We welcome you into the studio, Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, joined by the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese. This segment presented to you by Wawa. We're glad to have you, Merrill. But I got to start with this: the Eagles, at one point here a few weeks ago, four and four, looking ready to make the move to the top of the NFC East. Four and seven now. What has happened to this team?
5: It is so hard for me to figure this whole thing out. I mean, not only were they four and four. But they followed that overtime win in Dallas with a terrific first quarter against the Miami Dolphins, and then it has been a free fall. I never expected this. Uh, You look at this team, yes, there are some injuries, a couple of key injuries, but nowhere near the kind of injuries that should affect the team to the point where they have been just totally blown out and embarrassed in these last two games. And I'm not saying
0: that this is the reason, but it does coincide with the injury suffered by Sam Bradford in the Miami game, Eagles leading that game when he was hurt. Since then, the offense—we've talked a lot about the defense, and the defense has been criticized for giving up 90 points in the last two games. That's but the offense, of yeah, and the offense hasn't performed well either. No. Should Sam come back, and he looks like he's on track to play on Sunday, what does that mean for the offense?
5: Well, I think I think it gives you a lift when there's a change at the the uh, position at the most important position in the game. I mean, I thought the Mark Sanchez. Gave them a bit of a lift when he came in in that Miami game and moved the ball. And except for that ending, that uh, horrendous ending with the end zone interception ended their hopes. uh, I thought there was a lift there. Now, Sam comes back. uh, He can't wait to get back on the field. And I think he's going to play well. Uh, The Patriots, on paper, on paper, are not a very good team right now. And I say that on paper (laughs) because they have been decimated by injuries. They've lost all of their go-to wide receivers. Edelman is out. I don't know that Amendola is coming back this week. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, who is the best tight end in all of football, he is apparently out. I say apparently because who knows with him, but they say that he's not expected to play for a couple of weeks on defense. They've lost Jamie uh, Collins. They've lost Dante Hightower. I mean, how many blows can a team sustain? And yet there are two people, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady, who are the great equalizers. And every time those two are at a game, you prepare for a very, very difficult game.
0: So speaking of the head coach, Chip Kelly is the one responsible here. He's the head coach during the good times and the team, times that are not so good. What are you looking for from Chip?
5: Uh, I don't know that I'm looking for anything specifically from Chip. What are you looking I for think for collectively the team for respawn. the team to say, look, we've been down. We have been horrible. We have got to put everything into this game. We've got to do – Chip talks about training. He said our goal is to get better every day at training. This team has to make gigantic, gigantic jumps. You asked me about the quarterback, Dave, and there's been a lot of talk both offensively and defensively about the schemes. Put those aside. Put those aside because unless you can improve dramatically in fundamentals, unless the blocking is way better – unless people start to tackle the 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 running backs unless they start to cover the receivers the same results are going to occur all over again so as we talk about all those other things but it gets down to can you play solid football on both sides of the ball
0: you wonder does that come from the coaches does it come from the players and in terms of the effort desire urgency that they give uh, we've seen it before when you're talking about
5: effort and urgency I don't think there's a coach on the staff who doesn't go out there and give everything he can and put everything he can into the film sessions, into the practice sessions, into the relationships with the players, getting them ready and prepared as best they possibly can. I think it's to the players to say, you know what, this season isn't over. Let's, I, I know a lot of bad things have been said about us. All the critics have been shouting at us. You know what, we deserve it. Let's show them that there is life left in this football team. I don't like to talk about the playoffs right now because this team hasn't earned the playoff consideration. But the, the fact is, this team is only one game out in what I'm referring to as the NFC least. They're a game behind the Giants. They're a game behind the Redskins. And yet, you know that they've beaten the Giants. And you know that they should have beaten the Redskins, lost that one at the end. So if they can somehow bounce back this week against a depleted Patriots team... You know what I remember 2007 the Eagles marched into New England I believe it was a Sunday night game which they were they were big big underdogs and their quarterback Donovan McNabb was out and AJ Feely brought them within three points of an upset so and it can happen I'm not I will not go there saying well ho hum it's going to be lost number 8 I go there and and you know if you ask me on the flight back from Detroit yeah I was hanging my head with everybody else. It was a blow to see this team lose, not only lose, but lose in embarrassing fashion, a national embarrassment that day. But uh, you get back from that. You start to put together some of the positives. And uh, we're all football fans at heart. And we all love this team. And uh, hope springs eternal. And hopefully this Sunday, we will see something that nobody expects, but uh, something that can bring this team right back to life and that is the key
0: word. hopeful that the eagles can pull off something well shocking in foxborough massachusetts merrill reese one-on-one in studio presented by wawa merrill reese thanks so much for joining awesome. us
2: Houston yes eagle one
3: i never go anywhere without my Boba heating
2: roger that eagle one
7: Happen under the tree. Shop now and get great deals on all the best brands. This week only, save 25% on select Nike, plus earn double points. Only at Sports Authority.
0: You any more chips, fellas? I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> we were
2: daydreaming about that VIP tailgate and game tickets. Uh, yeah, uh, that pregame
0: sideline experience. Exactly. We even eagle season tickets.
4: How do you know?
0: We both have the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Yeah, the Eagles instant
2: game with top prizes of 50 grand. And second chance prizes, including season tickets. The Pennsylvania Lottery. Bring your dreams to life. Catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with Dunkin' Donuts holiday cookie-flavored coffees, lattes, and macchiatos. Enjoy every sip of the new Snickerdoodle Macchiato. America runs on Dunkin'.
0: Love the Eagles. Play the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Players must be 18 or older. Please play responsibly. We are back, Eagles Insider Dave Spadero, along with Glenn McNeil. Minor correction: my score that I'm going with here, 24-13, not 23-14. Eagles win by 11, not 9. I'm not backing off of it. Well, that certainly affects yeah, my make plans that, for the mark weekend. Mark that down, everybody. Go. Everybody who's uh, thinking about playing this game. Think I'm going about to have that. to do it entirely differently. Yeah. Oh, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. Well, one of the Eagles' bright spots this season has been the play of the defensive line as a group, and one of those players, Cedric Thornton, has come a long way in his career, and he is the subject of our progress report, Mike Quick and Ike Reese. The game plans show they talk a little defensive line with Cedric Thornton.
4: All right, Mike, the progress report brings us to Eagles defensive tackle Cedric Thornton. The running game, yep. stellar the first half of the season. Last couple weeks, struggled a little bit, but we need the guys to get back to playing this way, dominating the line of scrimmage like we see Seth Thornton doing. Like you know he was out a couple of weeks with that injury, and now he's back and he's playing really well. Love the way he handles getting down the line of scrimmage and keeping the bodies off of him. Use his hands real well. They spent a lot of time working on that hand-to-hand combat, yep. and it's paying off. And here's another example of that. Uh, Cedric Thornton here, you see him lined up over the tackle. He realizes he got this tight end outside of him, possible wham block there. Yep. Great job of attacking the blocker. Yep. More importantly, setting the edge and making it really uh, defined for the linebackers where they need to fit. And then he gets off the block. That's how you play defense. You don't trade one for one, right. as Jim Johnson used to say. Your job is to do your assignment and then get off the block and make the play. It's good team defense. He, you know, With power, he takes on the, the tight end and then he keeps his inside arm free so that he can get away and he can make the stop. I really like this play here. You're gonna get a stretch run here to our left. The offense is right. You got said Thornton over here lined up on the tackle. Now, everybody has a gap responsibility. Sure, and typically when you have a breakdown in defense, you give a big run, somebody is out of their gap responsibility. Watch said Thornton here, he's responsible for the C gap. We got Connor on the outside and these gaps will be defined when the linebackers get there but what Cedric does is again, he's setting the edge. He's standing in his gap and he forces this run because of his penetration back here to Benny Logan, who does a great job of getting off the block and making the tackle. See to me, that's just beautiful. Look at this wall and every you talk about run fits. Everybody is fitting a gap, getting a hat in there and making the stop. Good team defense. You saw this on a regular basis. The first half of the season, like I said, the last couple of weeks they've struggled a little bit. Yep, they got to get back to playing run defense this way, and it starts with the guys up front, like Cedric Thornton.
0: Thanks so much, boys. We've had a week here of trying to raise the spirits. Let's be honest, of uh, everybody here, everybody there. It's been a very tough week, but now um, let's talk about this game, Glenn. How do the Eagles win this game? I know it's a, it's a, it's a. David and Goliath thing, I get that. How can the Eagles win?
2: Well, you take away Brady's weapons, which are reduced weapons, you try to do that. You try to take out that six foot seven Scott Chandler. You put a pass rush on Brady. Their offensive line is pretty battered up. You know he doesn't like to be hit, so you do that. You don't turn the ball over, and the Eagles haven't what? Got created a turnover in three weeks? Yep. You get a few of those, and that's how you go out and win this thing on the road. Two things I want to just say. One is Keep an eye on the officiating crew. Pete Morelli's crew's been involved in a few controversies this year, so you want to just kind of see if anything happens there. And the second thing, and you and I talked about this earlier in the week, Sam Bradford is back, we presume, playing, and it, it's such evaluating Sam Bradford for the rest of the year is such an important part of what the Eagles have to do now. Yeah,
0: no doubt. The, the quarterback position still a huge, huge piece of the puzzle for the rest of this season and for years to come. Could be, Sam. Could be... We don't know. That's what we learn over the course of the rest of the year. So it is still important to evaluate what's coming up. Our Amorosos on the menu segment. Tomorrow we've got Chris McPherson in studio. Some key matchups as we talk about the Eagles and the Patriots on the final day of preparations for the Eagles. We've got some stats only from Alex Smith. And you know what, Glenn? I think the numbers in this case are going to kind of skew toward the Patriots just a little bit. (laughs) What's Bray got 28 yeah. touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And then crunch time, Chris McPherson hosting crunch time with quarterback Thad Lewis, number three on the depth chart, but number one with Chris this week. For Glenn McNeil, Dave Spadaro, thank you so much for joining us here on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.